Mike, should anyone trust our speculation ever again? <laughs> well, given that this is only our only only our second show, I, I hope they'll give us a bit more, a, a few more chances. If you think about what we talked about last episode, we talked about hey, there's this monster probably tied to mil- created by the military in the back of a tailor shop. We talked about this flaming android likely tied back to the flaming android from World War II. Um, we talked about the military be, being all ready for this, and it feels like all three of those 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 theories were pretty debunked um, after that press conference. Right, but but they're debunked if you believe what we're being told now. And so I do think that uh, we have to apply a, a skeptical um, a skeptical approach to this and what we're being told. I, I, I agree. Like I I don't think I can believe everything that Richards is telling us. But uh, some of it makes uh, pretty clearly that Johnny Storm is not an android. I don't think. <laughs> well, no. And so, so maybe for our listeners, let's let's rewind what we what uh, we heard at the press conference. And so, and, and you know, so we know that so Reed Richards, who is a, a well-known American scientist, came forward and explained not just uh, what had happened that we we, we reported on last time about the the monsters that we saw on that on the on. Uh, the orange monster coming out of the, of the tailor shop and the flying man through the sky or flying android through the sky. You also report about what happened to them too themselves. So maybe you can take it from there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, um, for those who did not listen to the press conference, we uh, Reed Richards was a military contractor. Uh, they were building a spaceship, a ship to go off into space. And uh, instead of following procedure, he took um, his fiance, his and his buddy and his fiance's brother, and they broke into the facility and took off without permission. When they went off into space, they somehow forgot to put on the shielding required, and their ship was inundated with some sort of cosmic radiation. The ship crash-landed back to Earth, and all four people survived. Not only did they survive, all four survived and developed superpowers. That's right. Developed these fantastic powers that um, allows one of them to turn on fire or light himself on fire and fly that's, through the that's, air. That's Johnny Storm. That's that's the brother. That's right. Um, one of them can turn invisible. That's uh, Sue Storm, the invisible girl. Uh, one of them uh, ha- can stretch really far. That's Reed Richards. And then the last one is uh, Reed's buddy, Ben Grimm, who turned into an orange rock-covered monster. Yeah, Su- a super strong, super tough monster. Uh, but apparently not. But apparently a human, just a very, very weird, weird-looking human. Uh, and so the four of them uh, then sat on their secret and didn't tell anybody for some period of time until Reed somehow figured out who was responsible for the destruction of these atomic plants around the world. And again, instead of telling anyone about it, they got on some sort of private jet, flew to the island where it was happening. Uh, or, or the headquarters, I guess you could call it the headquarters of of, of the of the the instigation and the instigator, um, which which was a fellow named the Mole Man. He calls himself the Mole Man, <laughs> and somehow this Mole Man was controlling all these underground monsters, causing these plants to be destroyed. Um, and Reed tells us that his team of four people uh, stopped him, buried him, destroyed the island, um, and now we have nothing to worry about anymore. Yeah, so, so so that's what I mean. There's there's quite the details are, are extraordinary, but let's unpack it a little bit. So first of all, uh, they get these powers after having stolen uh, a spaceship that 
Reed was being, I guess, paid to develop. So, and, and w- without consequences. Um, number one. Number two, if it's a military spaceship that they stole and crashed, there didn't seem to be anyone keeping an eye on these people afterwards. Like, yeah, I don't for, understand. For how fast the military responded to the, 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 the torch flying above the city, why did no one respond to the stealing and crashing of a spaceship? And and that's the thing. That's what I I'm again. I'm being quite skeptical about is maybe they did. Maybe this wasn't exactly four adventurers just decided to go stop a bunch of monsters uh, at an island that nobody knew about in the middle of the ocean. Maybe it would be they they were connected with the military, right? But it, there's a lot of weird stuff because so so let's just re- rewind it a bit. So they 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 get these powers. They don't tell anybody about it. The military either has has eyes on them or no eyes on them. Um, and then they um, uh, they just decide on their own initiative to to fly out and stop this problem. And you'd think that maybe the military would have paused for one second, interviewed them and said, you know what? We can send people into space and they come back with amazing powers? <laughs> Seems like a big deal. <laughs> you think so. But I mean, I think that the success rate of getting cool powers is, is, is 100%, but there's a 25% uh, chance of being horribly disfigured <laughs> and looking like a monster. Yeah, well, yes. Yeah, so, so so far, right? Again, like our, 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 we only have four experimental subjects. Um, Reed claims it's because they didn't use shielding. But if it's that simple, then like presumably sending a spaceship into space without shielding is easier than sending a spaceship into space with shielding. It's like just take the <laughs> shielding off, and now you have superpowers. And we we like we've been sending. Like, this is the first. These are the first Americans in space, but we're not. They're not the first people in space. Like uh, the, the the Russians sent uh, Yuri uh, Gagarin into space a few months ago, and as far as I know, he's not flying over Moscow in bursting into flames. <laughs> well, not only that, we said he's. We haven't heard any reporting on that, but we haven't heard about how about the the monkeys and the animals that we've been sending into space. Have they come back with any powers or any well, kind of uh, being mutated in some way? Well, again, I I, I think the, the the rationale is that. They used shielding for the monkeys, but they forgot to use shielding for Reed and his group. Right. So, so Reed, is, I, we we all know based on based on what we're hearing is that Reed Richards is a, is an unparalleled scientific genius, but not so smart that he won't put the shielding on that they put on ships for dogs. Sounds. I'm skeptical, right? I'm skeptical. Yeah. Is, is is he? He's a genius, but sloppy. Or, or <laughs> but he, here's another proposal: is that he had some theory that they would develop powers if he removed the shielding. And he decided to experiment on themselves because he thought the potential of gaining the powers was, was, was so great. Which is crazy. And then, you know, the idea that you, you subject yourself and your friends as human guinea pigs is kind well, of, is, is pretty and, and, wild. And Johnny Storm was a teenager. He's not even, uh, not even 18 years old. Um, is, it, is it right to go and, exp- does he have permission to go and like take that risk? I can answer that. No, he shouldn't have done that. <laughs> he shouldn't. The, none of them should have gone to space. And certainly a teenager shouldn't have been put in harm's way like that. And if you're going to do it, then maybe make sure that you're following the guidelines, like putting the proper shielding. But regardless, they did it, right? And so then they came back, and then the military, like we said, either were super involved and obviously keeping an eye on them, or they weren't. I mean, it, and I, as I, we talk it through, it stands to reason that they were keeping an eye on them because the military did scramble so quickly when the thing burst out of a tailor shop. That's what we've learned. We talked about last time, but that's what we've learned is what happened. And they scrambled after the human torch. But what is confusing is that if they were letting them go about their business, uh, why they treat them as being hostiles, right? Why, why did the military engage Johnny Storm over New York City? Yeah, like, and yeah, if they were keeping track of them, 
couldn't they have like brought them in before he was flying over the city or like <laughs> yeah. wh- why were they waiting until it became such a desperate situation and why did they believe it was such a desperate situation well i wonder maybe and now we're just this is pure speculation and again we were kind of wrong in our last uh, show so, um, so, I, so, I don't, so so take the put, put a big asterisk next to this and don't trust a word we say that's right uh, maybe what it was is that they had actually explained maybe the military said listen you guys have these incredible powers. You shouldn't have stolen that spaceship. Uh, bad on you. But um, just stay stay out of major populated areas. Don't fly on fire <laughs> over New York City. Don't do, destroy tailor shops. <laughs> don't destroy don't destroy tailor shops in, in downtown New York City. Stop and we'll ripping leave you up alone. our subway. <laughs> well, and so it's funny. Yeah, exactly. And you know the thing going underground that popped up in the in the the street and smashing cars. Um, but maybe, and this is what leads to the other point of what happened, is so uh, if there are these conditions on these people because they either were under under watch and were being told, you know, stay away from major populated areas or don't do this and don't do that, um, maybe that's the reason why uh, Reed and his friends did something out of their own, the, the kindness of their heart. They stopped these, uh, they, they stopped the monsters attacking atomic power plants, and that would make the military and, and, and world governments more amenable to their presence. Well, there, there, there is. So we know Reed is an engineering genius, apart from his like a shielding mistake, but maybe <laughs> he's a public relations genius as well. Like instead of, instead of telling us immediately that, hey, we stole this stuff and we got <laughs> these superpowers, he waited until they could come to us with, this is the biggest problem in the world right now, these atomic plants being destroyed. Atomic plants cost millions and millions and millions of dollars, and they were being destroyed everywhere. Tens of millions, hundreds of millions. I'm not even sure what an atomic plant costs to construct these days. And definitely the biggest concern in the world, and he comes to us and says, hey, I solved the biggest problem in the world. Oh, and by the way, we have superpowers, and we stole a ship. Right, so... Does does a ship even matter at this point, given that the the, the massive... the, the massive goodness he created for the world. Yeah, well, given that they, they hosted a press conference and we're talking about what had happened and, and it seems to have been accepted at face value, I think, no, I think you're right. Like, it, uh, it was a good move on their part. And the question then is, was it real, right? Like, we have to consider this. So according to, to, to Dr. Richards, um, they flew on some super fast jet to an island that nobody knew about and that they hadn't found it, that, that he said is called Monster Island. And we have heard rumors of monster island before but no one's been to it but he flies up to monster island they defeat this guy that named the mole man who's able to control a bunch of monsters that could tunnel through the earth and pop up over in europe and america i think i think think just in europe and and pull down these atomic energy uh, plants they're able to defeat them and they after they've done that they come back and say problem solved i mean we're just taking there's no video of that there's no uh, any kind of recording of it. There's no other eyewitnesses. It's just these four people that, but for this, uh, this, 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 this incredible adventure that they did and this, and, and, what, and what they accomplished for the world would have been considered criminals for having stolen a, a space, a spaceship. Well, well yeah, like at, at, at the, the worst case scenario is that the, the, these guys that Reed Richards is responsible for all his atomic plants, that maybe he destroyed the plants. <laughs> right. And, then, and, 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 and then he's like acting as the savior to, to, to who solve the problem. Well, and then, and how about the how about the way that they said they solved this problem? So they flew over to Monster Island. They defeated the Mole Man and his monsters, and they said, "Don't worry about it. We the Human Torch melted all the rocks to seal them in, but 
But wait a minute. I thought the mo- these monsters were able to, to burrow <laughs> down through the Earth's whole, co- crust. Isn't that their whole thing? <laughs> that, that, they, yeah. that they tunnel through the Earth? Right. I mean, leaving aside how, 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 how many years it would take for a monster to tunnel through the Earth to get to Europe um, from Monster Island. But that's what they said they did. And so sealing them in there wouldn't seem like the greatest plan. But then Reed had an answer for that. He said, oh, and the island blew up after we left. So don't worry about it. So everything's, everything's been taken care of. And so it does seem fanciful. So you, but we don't know. Maybe, he, maybe, maybe the military and, and world governments demanded that they take back some kind of proof. Maybe there's samples from these monsters that they were able to, to steal. I don't know. Yeah, there, there, there may be stuff that the military knows that we, we don't know. Um, and, and, and presumably now we'll wait and see. And if more plants get sucked into the earth, we, we, there's going to be a lot of egg on his face. <laughs> yeah, but but here we go. So we but where we stand right now is that uh, last show we we weren't sure what this what was happening. So we we knew about mo- rumors of monsters overseas. We found out that there's, there's monsters here. Turns out they're mo- not monsters. They're heroes that we're supposed to um, accept, and the he- and they are the ones that solved the the whole monster problem to begin with. But it's uh, there's we're still stuck. We're still left with a few questions. First of all. Now we know monsters are real, and now we know going into space may lead to you getting amazing powers. Yeah, let's unpack that. Um, uh, every time you, every time you go into space, you get superpowers. Like, should we be mass producing superpowered individuals? <laughs> well, um, we know that so far, four for four, they get powers, but one for four, uh, they're horribly disfigured. I mean, like, I think it'd be pretty cool to be able to light myself on fire and fly through the air, but. I don't know if I'm super cool with the idea that there may be unintended consequences from that that have to be studied. But let's just say there aren't any. Flying on fire would be kind of cool. Turning invisible would be pretty cool. Stretching, eh, it's not the worst thing in the world. But turning into a big, rocky monster, uh, no, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't matter how strong you are. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that, 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 that is fair. But again, at a, 20, at, at a 75% success rate, and even again, even the twenty five percent failure rate. Yes, you're deformed, but you also have these incredible abilities that no one else has. I imagine there would be plenty of people that would be volunteer for, for those types of risks. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't. Would would you? Would you? Okay, Ed, if you were given the chance of flying up in a, an experimental spaceship without proper shielding, because you have a seventy five percent chance of getting a cool superpower and a twenty five percent chance of a bad superpower. Would you go for it? I'm pretty sure my wife would not allow me to do that. <laughs> but yeah. there are lots of people without wives. There are lots of people that are young. And <laughs> people. there's people who drive around on motorcycles without wearing helmets. And I don't do that either. My wife would not let me do that either. The, right. If you're, if you're willing to drive on a motorcycle without a helmet, why not go into space and get a superpower? Um, I guess that's a pitch. I just, I'd be surprised if they did. But you're right. They're, they're, maybe people in the military uh, would volunteer because... It looks pretty cool. I mean, so there's far like, these people th- look pretty cool. Yeah, there's 200 million people in the U in, in, in the country. Like, like we, we need what a, a few dozen to just start testing this thing, and and maybe once you get to 100 or 200 or a thousand people, you solve the uh, the deformity problem, and now it becomes more popular. <laughs> but wait a minute. So why would people be doing this? So why do we need like so so far? We're being told we need these superpowered people to solve a monster problem that we didn't know we, that we didn't have before a few months ago. So, um, what other problems are these? Pe- other than just being kind of cool to be being able to fly on fire, what other reason do you have to take that that risk 
to possibly develop these uh, these well the, the, these super these superpower people helped us win World War II. We're now right. in a cold war with the Soviets. If we don't do this, do you think the Soviets are going to be worried about the twenty five percent of people that get deformed? They're well, already ahead of us in the space race. They're going to be ahead of us in the superpowered race. Well, then, so if you're if you're Reed Richards or if you're say the American government, how? You know, that's is that a calculated risk that they're advertising the fact that this is how they got their powers is flying into space in a poorly shielded plane or a spaceship? Yeah, that, that, that's another good point too. Like, like Richards was very upfront about how they got their powers. Like, I I, I assume the Russians are listening, and I and yeah. they have rockets ready to go. They just pull the shielding off, and away they go. Yeah. Well, it, it, and and then they, to see if it, if it'll work, right? I mean, it's it's, it's it does. Seem, first of all, but let's just talk about talk about this fact. It's probably pretty expensive to to shoot rockets into space, right? So we 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 know that we have been unsuccessful at doing it until now. This is the first time an American has gone into space. That's right, and we ended up with these these four wild mutations. So, it, but yeah, maybe maybe they're doing it right now, and maybe the fact that Reed Richards told people is that's what they did was not a surprise for for that's a, foreign that's adversaries. A, that's, a, that's a good point. It was a surprise for us, but the Russians probably already knew. Which suggests yeah. that maybe the Russians already have their own superpowered individuals. They're just keeping it closer to their chest. So maybe sending more people up into space and so so that they develop these powers is to solve a problem that again didn't exist, but it's starting to exist because we're going we're just the human race is going into space. That's right, and 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 again, if we don't do it, they will. Like I feel like this this is we don't really have an option at this point because you could imagine if if. The Soviet Union had armies of people that could turn invisible, armies of people that could fire flames, armies of people that were giant and strong and bullets bounced off them. I think we'd be in a lot of trouble. Well, how about this? What if uh, monsters are monsters are real and they're strong enough to to destroy power plants? What if, and assuming they're not sentient beings, but they're just like animals? What if we focus more on that so not sending people into space but trying to corral these animals uh, these monsters and having them on our side because just think if you're a a massive creature that can destroy a power plant just think of how effective that would be to guard to to, to safeguard humanity hey it's, that's how hannibal tried to beat rome right he took the elephants over the over the alps like why don't we take the the mole man monsters through the tunnels <laughs> <laughs> well well we could have but they're but they're destroyed or blown up so i guess we don't have them anymore but the good thing is we have four people to have these powers that they got from stealing a spaceship and going to space so so far an auspicious start for these uh these individuals but maybe they're gonna maybe it'll pay off in the end because maybe we need them <laughs> yeah so hey th t today's episode went long i think there was lots for us to talk about we will be back uh, again, shortly. I imagine our original plan was monthly episodes, but given that there's so much going on, uh, I can't imagine we're going to wait that long. We're going to learn more about uh, Richards and what his group is doing. What do they do next? Is there another geopolitical situation that they need to go and solve? Uh, as soon as we know more, we will uh, we'll, we'll dive into it and talk about it here. Looking forward to it, Eddie.